Welcome back, everybody. It's a brand new episode of Popkin, and this is episode 74. We are your hosts. My name is Jordan. I'm Robert. I am Joe. Paul here. <laughs> Everyone. I'm Vengeance. <laughs> Today we are discussing The Batman. So if you have not seen the new film directed by Matt Reeves, starring Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, Paul Dano, and various others, uh, go check the movie out, come back, and listen to this episode, because we are going to dive headfirst into everything we liked about it, everything we didn't like about it. Major spoilers ahead. Yeah, and if you guys uh, would like to, stick around, we do this all the time. Every other week, usually. So make sure you uh, subscribe on your podcast platform or subscribe on YouTube. Mm. Robert, you just recently saw it. So why don't you uh, lead us all off with your initial thoughts on the Batman? I thought it was a really good Batman movie. Really good. I was very entertained. I was very wrapped up in the story that they were telling. And I enjoyed a lot more of it than I anticipated enjoying. I went in with no to low expectations. And I feel like my expectations were definitely subverted (laughs) from what I was anticipating. Uh, But I really liked it. What did you think, Joe? I really fucking love this. I think like it's not without its thorns, but I don't think anything is in these days. I thought this was a really wild Batman movie where they like they kept all of like the cartoony bullshit that is Batman and it's really just stuffed to the brim with Batman references but like it's they build the world of Gotham and just let the story progress through it instead of it being like it doesn't feel like a cameo when there's a cameo it feels like right. it's part of the story. Yeah, I really loved the cinematography, even the scenes that were dark at least like showed they like made good use of like silhouettes and different lighting elements. I thought the score was fucking fantastic. And most of the performances besides a couple key ones that I think we'll talk about, um, really did blow me away. Like even like the random, like cartoony cops were like fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really had a good time. And like, as said, I really went in with like no expectations, I feel like I didn't see anything about this besides like the posters and the first trailer. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I didn't know what to expect, but I really had an awesome time with this movie. Paul, what'd you think? Uh, So I went into it with very low expectations (laughs) um, personally, because I was basing it off of what I had seen. And I do not like the way a lot of the characters look specifically design wise but i ended up really liking the movie i agree with joe the score is amazing there are some really awesome shots i think robert pattinson worked Mm -hmm. and i really wasn't expecting him to um i also i gotta say i thought they were gonna go like a very severe like nihilist route (laughs) with it but they don't at the yeah. end. They really don't. And I kind of, I really liked that. Like it, it feels like, yeah, this is a Batman movie. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause if you're going to make a, if you're going to make a superhero movie where it's like 
like that, then you just do the Punisher. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this yeah. is yeah. Batman. You know what I mean? Like there's got to be a little morsel of hope. I thought there were a lot of like cute scenes that I wasn't expecting, like the uh, scene with Bruce and Alfred in the hospital, the scene at the very end where he's like driving away on the motorcycle and he's looking in the rear view and it's like, oh, that's cute. You know what I mean? Like, I really liked those small, like subtle touches. Uh, Yeah. yeah, Overall, I think it's just, uh, it's just just a really good movie. Yeah. Passing it (laughs) to Jordan. Uh, As far as, as far as my thoughts, um, I was conflicted. I had very low expectations going into this and it was, mostly concerns about the use of the character and uh, the future of the franchise going forward. My problem with this film lies purely in the fact that it is year two and they continuously (laughs) beat us over the head with the fact that it's year two. And I understand that where we wind up at the end sets us up going forward for like a more traditional Batman but they didn't give us that here. And I don't know. I, I really liked it, but where it falls on my like Batman movie scale, I still don't know yet. It's definitely not at the bottom, Yeah. but I can't put it at the top. And <laughs> I wanted, already secured that. <laughs> I wanted this movie to blow me away and like mm. really impress me. And I didn't walk away feeling that way. Huh? Well, I mean, so as far as it, like where it ranks among other Batman movies, I think is conversations that people have that like that. I don't know that it necessarily matters. And why, why, why do we have to have that conversation? Like two days after it came out, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, can we all kind of chew on it for a minute and see how, how we like the taste? Like it's, it was really entertaining and, and sets up wonderfully for the future, I feel like. But, like, we don't have to try to figure out where it goes yet. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, everybody, a lot of the discourse I saw Thursday night coming out of it was it's the greatest fucking Batman movie of all time. And that made me uncomfortable going into it. Yeah, That really made me look like so many people said that, that I was like. I don't like this. I don't like where this is headed. <laughs> no, so, I'm right there with you. I feel the same way. Yeah. So like, I mean, I guess I get where they're coming from to a certain extent. Cause, uh, a lot of the, a lot of the talk was like, finally detective Batman. Um, yeah. yeah. Which to me is like kind of, kind of annoying, but there was a lot of, detective work in it and until they revealed that he was wearing a contact lens that was recording everything i was really almost about to be super pissed because i thought he was just like gonna have a photographic memory or something i was like (laughs) is he really just fucking looking at things and remembering them like, like, is that really where we're going to go with this? He's like, like savant, savant level. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just stares at a crime. Like, I'm pretty sure that's a TV. That's like seven TV shows on CBS right now. I think. <laughs> we don't have to go that route. And then they didn't, which no. made me feel good. I was like, okay, thank fucking Christ. It's mm-hmm. cool that it's a gadget. I love that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was to me one of the coolest things, even in like the open of the movie where we get like voiceover of him talking 
writing his journal. Um, I want to say that I hate that as a decision because I feel like doing voiceover off screen is like not creative. However, it's the first Batman movie to give you Bruce's inner monologue like you're reading a comic book. It's also and very that made noir. me really like it. Yeah. Yeah, I like I liked that too because it's very it, obviously it's very comic book like, but I don't know if I necessarily liked the actual words, <laughs> like all the because it seemed very like. Do you, I, do you remember the the community episode where Albert is Batman and yeah. he and yeah. he does that same pretty much the same monologue from? That's what it made me think of. That's the yeah. thing though, like that's how Batman is. Like he's yeah, a little it's that, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's that like cornerstone to the character i feel like to say what was said there right so while it's not the origin you're still getting all of like the bread and butter tropes for him to be able to be established yeah i was worried like at the beginning that i was going to be very turned off because he was very much like the things i don't like about batman of being like you know like edgy and dark Mm. and all in his head but i felt like they like convince me of why he's that way and then also call them out against being that way by the end yes not even like before they had like called him out on that but like by the middle of the movie like i was on board with him yeah and i was just like very like whether or not i agree with him i was definitely intrigued about where the story was going but like so much stuff about like the like year two aspect like i know we saw the haircut in the trailers and everybody was like, why does he look so fucking ugly? But I like <laughs> that they like justified that the like, he's not taking care of himself. He's not yeah. being Bruce. Like he's living in the suit. So like, why would he ever go get a haircut? Yeah. He doesn't give a shit yeah. about appearances right now. And like, I really felt like all the stuff that we were, or most of the stuff we were nervous about was really justified within the world of the film. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't like the decision to make him, basically like i'm gonna give up being bruce i was not necessarily a fan of that because of the fact that it just doesn't feel like batman to me but i liked that it was a conflict of like alfred being like you need to be bruce like as much as you want batman to be a symbol the wayne name is a symbol that you Mm -hmm. need to Mm -hmm. occupy and i like that he had to reconcile with that by the end yeah yeah because he like initially doesn't give a shit about representing his name in any one way or whatever and then towards the middle of the movie when it's revealed that all of the shit with thomas wayne is about to come out suddenly he's like i've got to take up for my name and i was like hey wait a second well he didn't care (laughs) i think when his parents died he was like they died like well in people's minds and he was like i don't think he felt he could do anything to add to that if anything, anything he's going to do is going to ruin it. There's yeah. that small detail of him not wanting to take the cufflinks, but then he yeah. eventually just takes them. It's like that, like I mentioned before with the scene with them in the hospital, like they had him put on this facade, like he doesn't care, but really he does. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It seems like he was putting up a front to say that he didn't care, but he really did. Yeah. 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 He's just pushing people away for the sake of that, because that's something like human beings do. Yeah. Yeah. I do like the characterization when he was Bruce. Um, It's when he was Batman that I was kind of like, I don't know if I like the decisions that he's making and the, you know, the 
the choices and the conversations that he's been having yeah. with people. But um, that also supports like that he's an anti-hero in this and he's he is doing the wrong things. Yeah. And he like has to like face that by the end that like the way he's been trying to do it mm-hmm. is not the way to do it. And then like it's about becoming a hero, which I think is really cool for like an origin story. Yeah. But it's not a full origin because it's year two. Don't forget. <laughs> After my showing, there was a lady that stood up next to me and she was older and she straight up said to like her family, like, well, at least we didn't have to see the pearls drop again. And it made me roll my eyes. <laughs> almost, like, almost everybody that so I've much. talked to have said, I, uh, I, there's no death scene or something about it. Almost yeah. everyone. And yeah, I but think the thing is, God damn it, dude. The <laughs> thing about the thing about not having the death scene is that they still devoted time to the Wayne's death. Right. So you don't get away from it at all. You can't. So, no, no, and I agree, but I don't think that I hate that people are making it sound like he fucking recreated the wheel by not showing it when he still had to devote time in his script to writing out what happened. Right. <laughs> like yeah. it's so stupid to me. Yeah, like you're you're claiming it's a positive that this movie it. didn't visually show you something. But, and I don't necessarily think that's the case. So right, I can't. Like, to that point, don't you think that this might have benefited from seeing it just to make you connect a little bit more with him? Well, there's not a lot of external flashbacks. Like, even the, like, archival stuff is shown through, like, real, like, or real archival video through, like, the right. newscast. So, like, I don't think it would have fit with the way they were telling the story. Mm. Right, right. No, I yeah. get that. I get that. And I like I really didn't feel the absence of that scene. Like I, I know you guys are like mostly just saying it because you've heard other people saying that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The the most I've heard is the joke that like it implies they died in two thousand one, so there's every possibility that they took it's- him to see Shrek. <laughs> yeah. Someone it. else said the timeline wouldn't match up. It might be Monsters Inc. <laughs> yeah, but that's not as funny. <laughs> and that, yeah, but that's that's right after 9/11 too. So think of the trauma, really. Exactly. Like well, it wasn't the movie we wanted, but it's. The but it was the movie we needed right then. <laughs> going into this movie, if we knew that Batman was going to in, infiltrate the Iceberg Lounge. Would anyone have expected to just to hit for him to just go up to the fucking front door? <laughs> now, I thought that that would be something that I wouldn't like. Yeah. But I think the way that they did it in this movie works so fucking well. They 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 really do a good job at making him seem like he's not necessarily a a, a hero. You know yeah. what I mean? He, he, well, even yeah. like the people he saves are like, "Please don't hurt me." They think he's just another guy right, out right. for something. Well, but but that you would, you might see in another Batman movie. I think maybe that might have happened before. I'm but yeah. walking up to the front door of yeah. a place and just being like, "I I need to do this. Let me in and do this." And then they're like, "No," and he's like, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> now this is gonna happen but, so he, but he goes in there twice though he goes in there as bruce first yeah, right but he has the yeah. same line he says do you know who i am both yes times. yes yeah but does he go does he go in his i don't remember specifically does he go in as bruce first or batman first batman, batman first batman then bruce and then the yeah. third time he goes back and just sneaks in yeah yeah right but like i love the i love the the circular uh like the, him saying the same thing yeah yeah and the guy at the door, like clearly kind of checking him the second time, like, 
this feels similar. You can tell <laughs> on his face that yeah. that's what he was thinking. Yeah, I like really he's like having that. deja vu. Yeah, and like, dude, that I feel like for sure for me, the Iceberg Lounge stuff was my favorite sequence of the movie, um, for sure, because it it really like took off at a moment that the movie needed to take off. Mm. Which one do you mean going. when he first went to talk to Penguin? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. when Batman goes there, it's like it was it's needed at that point in the movie and it was so fucking cool and I did see I I have seen the the everybody's comparing it to like all of the different stuff, but I definitely got the Arkham vibe from it. Like Arkham City, uh, Arkham Asylum m- more than I think any of the other things that might have influenced it. For me, I think those games are probably the heaviest hmm. influence into the film. I still have to play those, so I I don't I trust you. Um. I've been playing <laughs> Arkham City since I came home from the movie. Nice. <laughs> so <laughs> it just got that vibe to it. That's really what it felt like. That entire sequence uh, from that point on, like Joe said in his intro, like it helped build the world of Gotham. Yeah. So yeah. like a setting like that being under that underpass and the pouring rain, seeing it like seeing those words, the iceberg lounge, like yeah. it looked so cool. And like visually it reminded me of the animated series a lot too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, I could definitely appreciate that. I loved the aesthetic of the iceberg lounge uh, and was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised at how much I actually enjoyed Colin Farrell as the penguin. Cause I thought, <laughs> I thought I was going to absolutely hate his version of that character, yeah. but I wound up like really enjoying it. I thought yeah. he was hilarious. Yeah. The, from the moment that it gets revealed that he has that accent, <laughs> I was like, wow. Like before the movie, like going into it, I was like, wow, where is this going? Right. Where is it go? Like why, you know, but I, uh, Colin Farrell was great mm-hmm. as penguin. I feel like, I feel like that's a really, sort of like a character defining performance and what we're probably going to get from him in HBO max is really going to take off for that character. I think is probably going to cement for a while what he does and how he is and what he looks like and all that. I love that they took his nickname from telltale. Yeah. I love that. Cause I don't think that prior to telltale calling Oswald Cobblepot Oz, I don't think it happened a lot. No. Yeah. So I think I could definitely see a lot of the telltale influence in this yeah. movie as well. Yeah. Um, a lot with Catwoman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The the Catwoman stuff, all of the stuff with Falcone felt very yeah. similar to that yeah. along with the long Halloween he's revealed to be. Oh, her I forgot. Okay. Yeah. And that she also scratches his face in yep. that as well. So like that was a cool callback. Yeah, I love how, like, Penguin wasn't, like, a main villain either. He was just, like, an ancillary character. Bringing him in as an ancillary character. And that's the thing that, like, I don't understand why a lot of other things don't do that. Because it's so possible to have them all exist at the same time. Right. You're stupid for not including those kinds of things. (laughs) You know, you're going to have a character that has to do that anyway. You might as well use somebody that's 
purposeful in the future. Um, Which, yeah. it, it almost feels like, Matt Reeves, that's kind of what he's trying to do. He's trying yeah. to build a Batman universe yeah. in which yeah. everyone's there. It's the MCU, but just Batman. Yeah. And I mean, Batman has enough villains and enough characters to do that with. Yeah, so. as we saw. <laughs> well, uh, so, so here's the problem, though. This was the same problem with the, the uh, Christopher Nolan movies is... At a certain point, you reach a roadblock where you run out of villains. Yeah. Because unless, unless you know, Poison Ivy's just somebody who likes plants. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The, the grounded nature of it really hamstrings Batman exactly. villains after a certain point. Exactly. For like, sure. You can, I mean, you can bring back like, ones that have been done before. Can you, can you do Clayface in this universe? No. I, I mean, it so. really just depends. Yeah. I don't think you can. It's also very funny that, like, Everything feels so grounded in this movie, except for Batman. Like, yeah. he's the most yeah. foreign feeling part of the movie. I agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I do want to say I have two gripes, but they have been in the same scene. Okay. Um, and it's when Bruce puts on the flying squirrel costume. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hated it. Hated it. Yeah, uh, I didn't mind that. No, no, no. So I didn't mind. I didn't mind doing the flying squirrel. Okay. My issue is the GoPro shot. Yes. Okay. Throw it out. Bro. I loved every other time they like locked <laughs> a GoPro onto something, except for that shot. It was so Throw cringy. Throw it away he's because stuck it's... at the top of the frame. Oh. Yep. Yep. And Awful. he's like cut off. He wasn't yeah. even yeah, like yeah. fully visible. Yeah. How it's did like, why how would didn't you Matt Reeves that? have somebody in the editing room go, bro? I mean, I get it, but <laughs> we don't. We don't have to. Do that. You could just show him flying around, and you'd get the fucking point. We don't right. need that yeah. terrible looking shot. But then that turns into Bruce inexplicably pulling his parachute and getting caught under an overpass, wrecking yeah, himself. and wrecking yeah. himself, and then just walking away. And I was like, the the suit does a lot of heavy lifting in this movie. <laughs> it yeah. takes a fucking beat. for sure, for sure, for being for being bulletproof. It also did a pretty good job of protecting him when he slammed into the fucking ground doing like fifty miles an hour. It was also a very laughable <laughs> moment where in the very next scene he's got another cape on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I just for me for me that sequence was the most mm-hmm. jarring to the point of where I was like, they're pulling me out of this. I like, yeah. agree with that. Yeah. yeah. You've definitely submerged me and you're really letting me get to the surface before you let me get back down. Like don't don't let me breach <laughs> is what I'm saying. It does you do kind of get the sense when he first gets to the rooftop though that this might be the first time he's tried that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so he's yeah. not completely sure yeah. if it's gonna work. Right. No, and I and I <laughs> there's only so much forgiving I can do from oh, yeah. like in my head for me putting him in that position and then having him fuck it up so badly. But then you don't have any of that walk away with him. Yeah. So it really doesn't of no yeah. consequence one way or the other. Ostensibly though, the shot didn't work. It didn't my, work. Yeah. My big issue with that is he has this squirrel suit, correct? Yeah. Which you have to imagine at some point in the two years that he's been Batman, he's tried to do something like this, whether or not it was actually as Batman or if he was like jumping out of a plane and doing it, like, wouldn't you think he should know how to control himself better? Yeah. Being Mm. two years in the entire length of Christian Bale's Batman career. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what's the the part? No, the the parachute thing fucked me all up, dude. A hundred percent. Because I was like, wow, he does not know what he's doing. And then I was like, oh, wait, year two. 
Like that's, I, that's weak, my it's weak sauce for me. Yeah, I wish they just kept the cape and like have him glide with the cape because but it seemed like the cape absorbed into him to form it. Is sort of what it seemed like. It seemed like he hit a button and the cape went. Why <laughs> couldn't like he have just it. used the cape? It seemed to glide? like it was like an airbag <laughs> that like busted out from under the armor because pa, yeah. they did. He doesn't use the cape to glide because it's literally like a cut up tarp. <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, but so um, going from that, I think my favorite scene from the movie is when he's in the police station. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I really like the like cheeky like kind of banter that he's having with Gordon, and he's like, "I just punched me in the face," and the and yeah. then like when he fucking takes off, and then he fucking. Goes up the, the stairwell, up, yeah. and they're all yeah. screaming and just shooting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the, the, the GoPro that. shot of going up the that stairwell, awesome. yeah, looked immaculate. Yes, yeah. yes, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a great. That was a great one. Yeah, like I said, if they had just had him use the cape, I would have been cool with it. But like, <laughs> I just, I'm not a fan of the squirrel suit. I could throw it away. Like yeah. you, like you said, take that whole sequence versus the shot and just throw it away. Yeah. Because you just know, like, there's got to be a better and more creative way to get him to the ground. Like that was literally just like we got to figure out something they could produce a toy with. Uh, <laughs> squirrel suit. That's that's what it feels like. Um. Other stuff that I did enjoy, if we want to get into favorite scenes, mm-hmm. um, I think it's that Batmobile chase. Yes. Yeah. Because yes. that's all that I've been thinking about. <laughs> From the moment uh, it starts and you see it, it's like, fuck. <laughs> and, and like Joe, Joe had said to us, because Joe was the first one to see it. Yeah. Joe had said the sound design of this movie is incredible. And he is not lying. The sound design, the score, yeah, everything, the noise that the Batmobile makes when it started up and you heard that in the theater gave me yeah. goosebumps. In that yeah. first scene when Riddler's murdering the mayor and he rips that duct tape, yes. it was so fucking loud. And I like I was scared, actually. <laughs> like, and crystal oh clear, God. too. Like yeah. it was fucking that's all you heard was. Zzzz. Yeah, yeah. Like, the sound design of this movie definitely, besides like how fucking beautiful it is, definitely justifies a theater visit. Yeah, my yeah, theater was say. loud as shit. Yeah. It was so fucking loud. My the speakers <laughs> in my theater started popping for some dialogue <laughs> oh, like parts. So I'm not oh, sure fuck. if I got the full effect. To be That's completely like, honest, yeah. and it even and it was still effective, which is awesome. but it was still very effective. That's <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. Like but, uh, yeah. that's crazy. Uh, the the way that this movie sounds uh, is an experience. Yeah, definitely. And I'm so glad that I got to see it in a theater. I don't know if I'll actually go and see it in theaters again before yeah. it's out, but it was a it was an experience for yeah. sure. Sound That's design a, was definitely one of my favorite parts. Do you think? Of this film. It, you, I, I know we had mentioned like the cinematographer being nice and and everything looking really good. Do you think they intentionally shot at dawn and twilight on purpose? No, that was those shots were the I forget what it's fucking called. It was like the LCD room that they used for Mandalorian. Oh shit, shit. Okay, so those okay. were all completely like digital and fabricated. Okay. Okay, yeah. no, because I was just thinking, like, are they doing, like, such an in-joke on Robert Pattinson uh. that they are only <laughs> filming at Twilight and Dawn? 
because <laughs> oh, there's false. so many shots of those hours outside that it was just like fucking but i didn't know that they used that room that's awesome the entire gotham skyline is fabricated like there's so much yeah. like detail to the, the world that they made yeah. in the backgrounds yeah the, the the layout of the city is so unnecessarily complicated yeah. i like it from, yeah yeah from from so many of those like overhead shots where there's like that river cutting through the middle of it and shit like <laughs> yeah. that it just grueling to get around in gotham city dude that's why everybody's so fucking angry <laughs> so i don't i don't want to rain on the batmobile chase parade but I gotta be honest with how I was feeling when I was watching it. Sure. And I and I and I gotta say, it, to me, it felt very similar to the Batmobile scene in Batman Begins, like the way okay. that it's revealed. Yeah. And like to me, it just felt like the same thing was happening again. I just um, I, that. I feel like the execution was so much better, though. I can yeah it, no it kind of was. I it wouldn't was like say a better. better. I'd reveal. say it's different. I'd say it's different enough. They're definitely different. Because I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't put one above the other because they both I have. <laughs> but they're different. They're different moments tonally and they mean yeah. different oh, yeah. things to who's in the scene. Yes. Yeah. In Batman Begins, it's sort of used as like a little bit of a comic relief situation. On okay. top of also being an action set piece. Yeah. Yeah. Where the Batman has almost no joy at it all. It doesn't, yeah. And almost zero humor. <laughs> all next to nothing. I think in it's those just terms. hidden better. Yeah, there's definitely moments to be like, hmm. It's but not as there's no jokes. Not as there's no yeah, yeah there's nobody's literally happy. nothing. No. Like right. nobody's happy <laughs> in person. this movie aside from that little kid who was trying to go trick-or-treating on Halloween. He comes back and finds his dead dad. That was also very funny because, like, before you see the parents come in, it looks like it's just a ninja, and you're like, oh, man, who's that guy? What's he getting ready for? And it's just some... <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, yeah. That's actually a question I had uh, was the very first scene is, like, looking through the binoculars or whatever, and that's supposed to be Riddler, isn't it? Yes. 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 Now then, that, then later on, there's a yes. similar scene where yes. you're looking through binoculars, but it ends up being Bruce, does it not? Yeah. All right. Yeah, looking at Catwoman. All right. Yeah. I thought that was confusing. Super fucked me up they, for a minute until I was like, uh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> they had different UI. <laughs> I liked what they did in this movie where they took Riddler and Batman and made them two sides of the same coin. Okay. Yeah, it was circular. So... I thought that was really cool, really interesting. Yeah. I really like how effective it was to finally like see him unmasked and he's like this very unassuming like Yeah. just it's, strange it's looking. super jarring. Yeah, it's super yeah. jarring because to he's just the see the Zodiac him. killer basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um so so how so just overall how did you guys feel about Riddler? Fine. Personally. I felt like he was <laughs> underused. Hmm. I wasn't okay. jumping up and down about him personally, but it was good, you know. I found him. I definitely found him at first to be terrifying. Yeah, they they really did a good job in that opening scene with him and really getting the vibe that he's like, yeah. Yeah. a fucked up individual, right? But as I think they let him go towards the end of his arc in the film, he just gets like sidelined. Yep. <laughs> And I was like really dissatisfied with that. But I think to their credit, that's supposed to be the way that 
you continue him forward in future issues yeah. uh, by sidelining him at the end. Because it for how I felt unsatisfactory, the movie kind of just sputtered out and then credits rolled, yep. which I was just kind of like, oh, OK, <laughs> Um is I was like, it's definitely going to end now because the score is swelling and there's nothing left to do. Uh, and also, we've been sitting there for a fucking pretty long time. Uh, uh, kind of was like, oh, okay, so Riddler's just like, we put him over here and then we finished the rest of the stories. Seemed like a strange way to end your not origin of this Batman. Which is why it inexplicably becomes a d- disaster movie. Because something <laughs> yeah. had to, something had to happen after Riddler was locked up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Once the fucking city started flooding, I was just like, "All right, fine." We have to do the save the city. Bit. But the, then I, I do like, I do like. <laughs> after like all the bullshit, like henchman fight, I do love the hero moments at the end of that. Yeah, movie. dude, that I really, really liked that scene where yeah. he saves the people out of the rubble. And yeah, then the shot huge. with the flare and everything, like that was yeah. awesome. The scene taking it from having the whole city flood and him having to literally save everyone yeah. there and instill so much hope in those people and actually put on like this hero yeah. performance so that people could believe in the Batman, mm-hmm. I thought was really cool. It felt like a callback to Zero Year which was mm-hmm. an incredible Scott Snyder comic uh, with the Riddler where he used uh, the city and like its natural resources against itself. I felt those influences so much throughout that last act. Whose idea was it to get all of the people in a flood to go to Gotham Square Garden, which is apparently under ground level? <laughs> As the the street level doors and windows burst and immediately flood the stadium area, <laughs> like instantaneously, I was like, "Why are they in the stadium if we know that it goes down and not up? What the, the fuck the is city happening was here?" So corrupt that they didn't actually come up with a real emergency plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just bullshit one. Let's, actually, let's leading off from that. So the city is has supposed to be the most corrupt city. In yeah. in this universe, I'm assuming we're or, yeah. we're, we're led or to any assume. universe, yeah. but a 28 year old girl <laughs> becomes mayor. Well, I think her <laughs> her the person she was running against was no longer able to run. Um, oh, yeah. So she probably run <laughs> that doesn't mean that doesn't mean they, they just win. <laughs> well, yeah. I, think, I don't think that they they didn't stop the election from happening. Obviously, I think they just were like, oh vote for the dead guy or the girl and everybody was like well i guess a body is better than nothing and- <laughs> that's I thought, I unclear just, I, I personally thought that was a strange thread i just yeah. did, did, i didn't sell i didn't sell to me that's all it, like, it makes sense because it's 2021 or 2022 at whatever point <laughs> you know turns oh. like what year is uh, i don't even know dude <laughs> well, yeah i think like Honestly, what Jordan said, I think is true. Like, there's still like people who can kind of like work through the system to try to do better. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, because I mean, Gordon shows yes. all of the people that he didn't weren't corrupted yeah. that were there to arrest Falcone. <laughs> they tell you know, us that the whole like, time, like group I of can't twenty of them or something. Cops, and they're just like, okay, those cops are actually okay. <laughs> like on like the whole police, the whole police force, and there's like twenty guys outside. It was a very, <laughs> it was a very hilarious moment too when like after Batman learns his lesson of like maybe I can't beat this city into being better when he's like the city is flooded there will be looting so i have to be out there it's like just let them man yeah. <laughs> it's flooded who cares those those tvs at best buy are all ruined anyway just let them somebody i saw a post that had suggested that this possibly for a sequel will go into no man's land because of the flooding mm. okay i can see that no man's land is a fucking awesome arc <laughs> I think it it's would be cool awesome. if Nolan hadn't already done that. Done that, right? Yeah, because right. he used that for Rises. Yeah, and uh, to I mean, to a lesser extent, that and Arkham City are kind of similar. But mm. so we talked about enjoying Riddler, right? Everybody yeah. kind of enjoys this mm-hmm. take on him. I like that he was an extremist, like on Twitter with like 500 Twitter yes. followers, yeah. and like he inspired people to. Do, do that. crazy shit like right. that yeah. was yeah. an interesting take on the character that yes. I didn't expect from the trailers. Yeah, yeah. I like the ways they like modernized yes. elements of yeah. Batman. Yeah, yeah, and also he was a scary serial killer. So, yeah. so he goes <laughs> to <cool>. Arkham, <laughs> and you know when you get locked up and there's other people there, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, you mean the uh, the as seen on TV uh, where you can't get the rights to the character, but you might be able to tease it. (laughs) I think they just didn't want to commit to casting. Yeah, maybe. To Joe's point about not wanting to commit to casting, I think that they have because that's uh, that's um, that's uh, what's his name? Druid from uh, Eternals. Oh, really? Barry, Barry Kagan, or I, I might be pronouncing that wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, that's, that's cool. who that was. Yeah, so uh, he's gonna be somebody. <laughs> Could be anybody. I thought this was a spoiler cast. <laughs> no, it's the I, Joker. Initially, what? initially, <laughs> as he's talking in that in that scene, where and I don't remember a fucking thing that he said. Me neither. I, it went. He says like a I, riddle about being friends. Because I was just trying to see his face through the bars. Yeah. So all of my focus, like my ears shut off and all of my focus went into like my eyes to fix it and try to get it. Um, so what what do you think, though? Like When, when you're a clown. <laughs> Honestly, I was pretty into it. Like I we've had three. Well, no, four. If we count like Adam West, Batman on screen mm-hmm. jokers. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think like they've kind of like scraped the barrel on the Joker. So like having him be like more true to the comics like just the kind of like cartoony like mark hamilly batman but like still give him like a gross face like mm-hmm. like dark knight batman mm-hmm. i'm pretty on board with it like I, i'm okay with the way that they're kind of embracing the source material and like being gritty and noir but also just being sincere and how kind of like outlandish this is mm-hmm. and i think yeah. just the existence of joker kind of answers that quandary you had earlier about like what other villains could exist in this world yeah i mean allowing joker to exist you have you're to. already you're you're well you definitely for sure have to for yeah. one yeah but yeah. for two like 
uh, you you also then need to invite some whimsy right <laughs> and uh this the film didn't have any of that yet so i'm scared to see what a transition and how the tone will work then you know what i mean yeah yeah absolutely and i don't think necessarily that this world completely rules out a fantasy element maybe not. it's just all venom (laughs) yes i was gonna spring that up (laughs) that's is that what he used it was bright no, green. No, I don't and think it so. Crazy. It, <laughs> it I definitely just like assumed it was adrenaline. Adrenaline. It felt like That's it was just thought. a shot of adrenaline. It is adrenaline green. <laughs> I don't know because I, <laughs> I swear I will never ever be in a situation that I need to use. It. <laughs> the thing is, this is a Batman movie. I don't see a world where there wasn't that wasn't Venom. No, I, kind That's of fair. Agree, I didn't yeah. even think of that. I didn't but, even think. No, of that I thought at all. that was my the first thought. No. I got really but then you're changing what what venom is and where it comes from. So now yeah. you're just creating your own version of it. Okay. But there was no. I mean, he did kind of react reboot. like they're what... creating their own version. <laughs> but why are they like just throwing it in there and just like not? I agree. Explaining it it any did seem of it. kind of. It did seem thrown in there. Yeah. It's an Easter egg. That's yeah. what you do but, with Easter eggs. <laughs> you just throw them in. <laughs> To be honest, but, no, but to be it honest, like saved that, him kind of. It was like yeah, a. Yeah. But it also ex. almost doomed him. Like he almost went F- too far because he took it. Yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. Having having that information, I feel like that works so much better in my head mm-hmm. than what happened. Well, we have to think that the Joker must have done something. <laughs> so maybe that had to do with it. Maybe he got a hold of. I don't know. I'm just. Spitballing. Yeah, I mean. You, you, who put the Joker in there, right? right. So are we going to get yeah. like flashbacks in the next movie now? <laughs> like speaking speaking of drugs, though, why were the drops in the movie? Drops <laughs> to just just because you need to have a drug that those guys can be moving, yeah, and they don't want to just say heroin because <laughs> the movie. To, I feel like it's detriment in several different points is only PG-13. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. But they do that in comics all the time where they'll right. just come up with a drug. That oh, sure. Yeah. And taking streets. stuff orally is so boring. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it look very exotic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Commissioner Gordon. So, so Jeffrey Wright is a really good actor. Copy McCopperton. I like him in everything that he's pretty much in. Yeah. Um, I just don't know if I like Jim Gordon being the question machine so Batman doesn't have to talk in the scene. You know? Like, that's what that's really what it seemed like. Yeah, he was just he was literally like it was like batting practice and Jim Gordon was the pitching machine. Right. And he's just like 40, 40 mile an hour question, softball. Poof. Uh, Batman's just like knocking them out of the fucking park constantly. It just seemed like, I mean, I think that their relationship is pretty interesting considering yeah. uh, the scene from the police station and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then when they both show up to the symbol thinking that the other set it off for them, I think is pretty cool and kind of shows how they're in lockstep thought wise. I like mm-hmm. that. Um, but I, yeah, I just, I get that everybody's like, losing their minds over detective Batman, but 
do we have to sacrifice Jim Gordon at the altar of making sure Batman can do detective work right. because he's just kind of piggybacking? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he says at the end, like, you're a good cop. But it's like, I really, he literally said you're a good cop. I really I haven't seen him be a cop. Like, he's just kind of played witness to Batman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, you're a good cop because you keep breaking the rules to let me do what I got to <laughs> do. You're a good cop because you let me do whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, basically. No, I liked Jeffrey Wright. Too, uh, you know, yeah. like I thought he he did a good job of towing that line of like what Gordon could be, yeah, in like this universe, like of where he's like worried about the reputation that he has as a police officer, but also serving the greater good and helping yeah. Batman. He knows he needs Batman to do that. Yeah, um, I and I feel like. Again, with like the Riddler, Jim Gordon felt underdeveloped and underused a little bit. Yeah. 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 I think like going off of like that, like you're a good cop line, like all of his kind of moments were just that, like all of his lines are delivered with that, like growling, like cop voice. And then like, it's all just so tropey what comes out of it. It's always like, what do you think that means? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, about yeah. every single riddle, and like first they like chase down the penguin thing. And he's just like, oh, Falco, and he's like, Falco, wait the minute. rat with yeah. wings. <laughs> it, it really seemed like that was just their way of making this Batman more introspective because he didn't have to say those things right yeah Yeah. so he gets to be silent and somebody else in the scene gets to break it down and he's already processing it three steps ahead like that's (laughs) it just seems so weird um for some of it to have jim just like railing off information and batman just like accepting it you say there's no humor but then i just remember when he holds up the usb he's like thumb drive (laughs) yeah yeah but like Delivered in such a way that I, nobody in my theater like <laughs> reacted, oh, let alone like snorted. there wasn't there wasn't like a fucking like <laughs> like overwhelming like <laughs> chuckle. It, everybody was like uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, but there's also just like the unspoken like get it. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. No, I and the humor it. was peppered throughout, like yeah. you said, but yeah. it wasn't to the degree of like any of the other Batman movies like every other Any batman movie them. has had like a joke like yeah. four laughs i feel like i feel like the <laughs> jokes in the other batman movies really just kind of like froze the story though because like like nolan's batman i like when he's like sarcastic as bruce but like whenever they kind of like freeze the story for the joke it just feels so like out of character for him as batman Hey, I I will die on the hill that I'm not wearing hockey pads is one of the greatest fucking lines <laughs> and the greatest deliveries of any fucking line ever. Yeah. I still like when so Anne Hathaway good. disappears on him on yeah. the rooftop in like. Dark Knight Rises. So that's what that feels like. Yeah. <laughs> what does he say when he pulls up with the Batwing? Oh, this isn't a car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He says, right. hell yeah, motherfuckers. <laughs> and, even, and even doing something so small as putting a coat over a boy's shoulder. <laughs> I don't think it's that just, was a joke. It's just, Pete, it's just Pete Holmes' is ba- bad man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Great um, series, by the way. If yeah. you haven't seen Pete Holmes' fucking bad man videos, you have to that watch might them. Be They're unbelievable. <laughs> 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 hell yeah. 
That's fucking good. Um, so you mentioned Anne Hathaway, who played Catwoman. Yeah. 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 We have not talked about Selena Kyle other than who her dad was. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, far be it from me to eat a hat or something but like she was a bright spot in this film yeah 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 dude and the the score with her made a mood every time she was on screen and she was really magnetic mm-hmm. and i liked every thing that she was involved with because it was all personal to her and that aligned her with batman but it wasn't much longer than that there wasn't a big track for the two of them at that same time which i thought was awesome because that's how it works with the two of them yes yeah. and then she said she was going to bloodhaven so everything about her performance down to like the way she walks was done yes. with like such intention yes, yes. the way I that really she walked was like amazing yeah <laughs> zoe kravitz killed it as catwoman uh yeah absolute star of this film in my opinion really knocked it out of the park and i'm so excited to see more of her i wanted to see more of yeah that character and more of her fighting and doing catwoman shit yeah so cool you think she's getting a (laughs) spinoff she even gets to do like her own thing at one point like she captures her own hostage and batman's like what the fuck you know what i mean like (laughs) That's cool. That's and how many times? How many times does he take a gun away from her and say no guns? Right, like twice at least. I think I yeah, love twice. Love the moment when he she puts <laughs> the contact in and she's freaking out and he's like, "Look at me," as if he's gonna like reassure her. And he's like, it's "Oh yes, go. yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah." That was so cool, dude. The contact thing was awesome. I yeah. <laughs> I liked their dynamic that they had. Yeah, yeah. The entire movie, I thought it was believable. I. I bought into the intrigue between both of them. Yeah. Um, the contacts were very cool. However, I was very confused when the contact is not in someone's eye. Didn't they make it a point to say that it didn't work? So then how could, when she was like, I need to talk to you, how did it I don't know show if it was up? something with the earbud or what. She did something to activate it. Maybe she had like a severed eye. Maybe she like taped a cat to the ground and put it in the cat's eye. <laughs> oh God, please no. But I'm just saying like it was, they left a lot of things ambiguous with yeah. his tech. Yeah. And I'm not saying you have to explain that stuff, but you have to kind of give a little introspective into how he how, got that. Yeah. Like I didn't understand how the bat suit could deflect bullets like it's Superman. <laughs> What if they shot him in the face? <laughs> it's, bad, it's badass, though. It's badass when you see it. Yeah. It, was, it was a yeah, risk they were willing to take. To the scene, which everybody appreciates. The suit deflecting bullets is still confusing. Yeah. But I think if you're do if you're doing it where it's it feels like it's more based on Arkham, if you're going to have him push into that crowd, he's going to have to be able to eat some chip damage before he takes a fucking yeah. You yeah. Know, to, and it's also he not his ground. Like in that, right before he gets in the Batmobile, like he takes yeah. that hit and like he feels it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and and I'm okay with that. I just I feel like maybe there should have just been a little bit 
more explanation maybe in a scene between Bruce and Alfred, like yeah. who yeah. I also feel like was criminally underused. Yeah. Was Alfred. I'm glad um, he made it. And I I'm not totally <laughs> He pulled through, man. I'm not I was kind of upset that they decided to keep him alive. I'm not gonna not gonna lie. Really? No, it's it seemed like it seemed like a really weird a really weird way to include Alfred at all. Like it almost seemed like you didn't really need him. No, you did. Yeah. You needed him so that he could tell Bruce that Thomas Thomas Wayne isn't actually an asshole. He right, he cared right. about someone. <laughs> well, I also and, like the like Bruce not regarding him as a father figure, even though he did raise him. And then like yeah. it takes almost losing him to be like, I'm yeah. sorry, Alfred. Yeah. yeah. I did so like Paul had mentioned the the scene in the hospital with the two of them, and for me that was like one of my least favorite parts of the movie. That was like wow. the heart of the movie. I loved I just, it. Yeah, I loved it. I didn't it. like it. Really? <laughs> I because I don't believe the relationship between them. Got it. Because I didn't you didn't really see a lot of it. So like the fact that he went from being upset to not or whatever, I was just like that felt like Bruce. It like, felt like it felt like Bruce was sitting in that hospital out of obligation. Yeah, I disagree. I think it was him like letting down his guard and realizing like he could be vulnerable with Alfred and should be vulnerable with Alfred. Yeah, I agree. And, like, that That's how I read of, like, it. Yeah. I don't ever want to feel like that again. And like with the unspoken thing of like, I almost felt like that again when I heard you were targeted mm-hmm. in here mm-hmm. yeah. that was like the most like peek into bruce that we saw because he's just batman the rest of the time yeah. but there we got like him letting himself be bruce mm-hmm. and i think that was very like that was as important to the character as the arena scene to me yeah i just for whatever reason the scene that scene it felt like at that point the runtime of the movie was like starting to wear i felt like (laughs) yeah and it was like oh we're having another quiet scene in a in a thing where we like we're definitely near where we need to start wrapping this the fuck up so it's gotta (laughs) but we're really like spending some time here because it's a long scene i felt like yeah i do think there's places in the movie you could and probably should cut i don't think Mm -hmm. that's one of them though I don't think it is yeah, either. I don't think it's Personal. one of them. I just I, I I would have cut some other things and maybe built up their relationship a little yeah. bit more. Yeah, that's really it. And because I, I felt the emotion as Bruce is driving, yeah, back to to Wayne Manor and he's calling Alfred. Like I felt yeah. that that was very tense. It gave me Arkham Origins vibes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. However, I just didn't believe Alfred would wake up. And Bruce would like start grilling him instead of being like, "Oh my god, you just woke up from a coma." Yeah. (laughs) So maybe that's why. But he was pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He had just been told that uh, one thing that wasn't true that pissed him off. He's like, "Who told you that? The fucking crime lord." I just wish they yeah. went all the way with it and actually yeah. killed off Alfred because it mm. would have made the final scene between the two of them so that different. Much more and then I'd be yeah. like, oh my God, that makes sense. And maybe Bruce realizes like, okay, vengeance isn't the way or something. I don't know. I um, would have been pissed if they killed no, him. No, vengeance <laughs> isn't the way. Avenging is the way. <laughs> <laughs> I think they might not have been willing to make that gamble to kill off Alfred in the first movie and be like, mm-hmm. 
this Batman doesn't have an Alfred. Right. Yeah, but he's for sure going to adopt that kid who lost his dad as Robin, right? The mayor's son. <laughs> like, yeah. It definitely seems like the mayor's son is going to be Robin, right? No. I don't think so. I think he just <laughs> identified with him. Because I also think yeah. like this movie is like so referencing and drawing from the source material that I don't think they would go the like Joseph Gordon Levitt's name is Robin Root. <laughs> right, right. No, yeah, and I yeah. don't and I don't necessarily I mean it just seemed an awful lot like Bruce was really resonating with that kid to the point where he seemed like he wanted to talk to no, him. No, I think they were just making a point like about this Bruce in particular like he's just it's different the way that he uh, doesn't let go of what happened, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. The way that he's attracted to trauma, almost. Yeah, yeah. I did think, like, don't fucking stare at this kid so long in your fucking scary bat costume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was almost weirder it when was he was Halloween, staring at him as... That's <laughs> <laughs> <It's laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Um, another bright spot in this movie for me was Carmine Falcone. Oh, my God. Yes, John Turturro. John Turturro, man. Amazing. I like forgot that he was in this movie and then I saw him and I was immediately like, yes, dude, they yeah. fucking nailed that character in this movie. Yeah. Falcone was awesome. And I thought that the way that they brought the mob into the movie. Yeah. And like how they kind of really explained the depth of which their corruption is. Like and for how long it's been going on. Yeah. It's not like a new thing where like one person got elected and suddenly mm-hmm. it's just like baked into this shit. Right. Which is like obviously saying something about other things. Um, I love how it's <laughs> not like a given to like it's uncovered yeah. throughout the movie. Like it really right. felt like a mystery that was unfolding. Mm-hmm. And I even like when he's like we're playing the Riddler's game. Like I don't have anywhere else to go, but where he's leading me. Right. Right. Um, I did. I, I, I did. I really liked Falcone. Um, I liked his ability to at a public gathering, talk to billionaire Bruce Wayne and then laugh at him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that like, that's just kind of something that you wouldn't do unless you knew you owned everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, no, I loved I loved all of that, and I thought it seemed like there were so many references to two that I thought like Two Face was gonna like somehow in some fashion if we were gonna get Harvey Dent or something. They need a new DA. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, and and like the, what was the the club inside of the club inside the club, club was called like four, what something forty four, forty four below forty one, forty four. It's doubles. Everything yeah, was like doubles, below. and I'm sitting there going like, <laughs> "Give me Harvey, <laughs> give me fucking Harvey right now." Uh, yeah. And that's who I thought possibly was who was uh, cellmates or next door neighbors, <laughs> because it seemed sort of like Tommy Lee Jones's Two Face at first when Joker was talking to the me. Ha- the hair I could see, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, what the fuck? Is, why would they revive that? Okay. Well, uh, even kind of the mouth, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the scarring on the mouth and like yeah. the hair, I was like, is that fucking Two-Face? And then, obviously. It's and then obviously he was like, and when you're a clown. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a problem with uh, the the sound 
of the Joker. I, no, I didn't. I didn't have a problem with his voice. <laughs> I just thought it was. It just was funny to me. I, I it came know. off as hokey to me. Yeah, yeah it came but, off a little hokey to me too. Yeah, but I'm not against it. I'm like, no. okay, cool. Yeah. I like I that. Did, did you guys see the interview with Matt Reeves where he talks about that scene? No, no. He. I thought it was really interesting the way he justified it. He was like, I did actually think about cutting that, but he felt that it really underscored Selena's line in the scene prior where she's just like, this city's never going to get better. And then we go and see um, Riddler and Joker and they're like, there's trouble brewing in Gotham. Like there's always going to be something going on in Gotham. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So like, I do like that in a sense, but it was like a little like, I guess we're getting Joker. Right. He, also, he also said in that interview, he was like, I don't know if Joker's going to be in the next movie. I just want people to know he's there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is fair, yeah. yeah. He also doesn't know if he's going to get another movie, but like the way he's, he's doing, they're going to get another movie. He's going to get another movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably yeah. locked up on the Thursday returns. I feel like they were probably like, all right, well, here's the green light for that. <laughs> Thursday, hit, Thursday hit, I think almost 30 million, right? The final was it more nail in Ben Affleck's coffin. <laughs> and then, and then, um, they're like two sixty now, right? Yeah. Yeah. It did really well over the weekend. Yeah. But they're going to definitely get a sequel. Yeah. And I'll see it. I'll see it. Especially because of where we left off with this movie yeah riding off i into think the sunset, like it's got potential to Twilight. really like grow into something cool yeah mm-hmm. my and only the- fear is that this is now all that we're going to be focused on and we're stuck here a lot of people were saying stuff along the lines of like oh well i'm fine with all of the various interpretations of batman because batman could be anything and it's like yes however if this is the the Batman that we're stuck with for the next 10 to 12 years, right? We're not going to get another Batman movie. We're not going to get another Batman TV series that's no, set outside this, of this continuity. It's all this Batman. And yeah. then he exists disconnected from the other tracks that they have for no reason other than yeah. they've decided to partition it arbitrarily. Yeah, because that's just... DC and DC does stupid shit like help that but with shoot their themselves in the fucking feet, <laughs> They can't help it. They're like, yeah. man, this is all. Oh. <laughs> so, so the problem is like, if you didn't like this movie, you're kind of stuck here for the next right stretch. It feels like so unless Warner brothers and DC decide to start opening the floodgates and letting different interpretations of these characters exist simultaneously, I don't know. I just well, I hope we get more of these more frequently. Yeah. Then if that's the yeah, case, can we can we not take from 2017 <laughs> till now to get one of these out? Like, can we get one in two years? Yeah. Well, can we'll we get, get we'll see uh, we'll see Ben Affleck one more time. Yeah. And that really, to me, is like the biggest thing is I don't know that this movie doesn't work with that version of the character. I don't think it, it really. Yeah, I think it would have been, been fine. It would have been. It would have been different, obviously. Right. But I don't know that he couldn't have done these things. <laughs> like, there's yeah. no reason why that char- that version of the character could not have been this movie. I feel like. I agree. I feel like he would have fought more. My biggest gripe with the movie is that we got good action sequences, but mm-hmm. there were not that many of them. There weren't, mm-hmm. and I was going into it 
half assuming we'd have some more. What we got was phenomenal, and I loved it. But I, I just kind of felt like it was a little short in that area, especially ending on such a... <laughs> like, it just ended. I just... That to me was really dissatisfactory. The way no, that it I, lo- I love the end. ended. <laughs> I love the. I don't really like Catwoman, but I'm gonna keep watching in my rearview mirror. <laughs> Why did you make me sound like the Joker? <laughs> <laughs> He's in love, but he doesn't want to admit it. Yeah, yeah. I honestly yeah. thought this movie was gonna be hornier about them than it ended. Yeah, yeah me too. But he's very much like married to the job, I guess. Yeah. yeah. He almost seems at, celibate. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, I think this movie just really did a good job subverting expectations. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which seems crazy considering what we knew about the movie beforehand. Yeah, man. But yeah, so do you guys have any final thoughts on the Batman? Uh, it's good. <laughs> It's good, and I'm glad it's good. Yeah. Those are those are my final thoughts. It better have been fucking good. It's good, <laughs> and I'm glad it's good. <laughs> Paul, <laughs> that's gonna be on the fucking VHS cover. <laughs> so, final thoughts for me is like, uh, yeah, it's way better than I anticipated it have being, and. Uh, the score is fucking incredible, and that dude should win an Oscar or whatever they give out for good scores because he should win all of them. Michael um, Just unbelievable. Like, I purposefully stayed away from listening to that soundtrack because I know you had shared several of the tracks from it. And I just was like, I don't want to feel any of the songs until they want me to feel the emotion that they're trying to convey with it. I don't want to have any idea other than having heard what wound up being the theme song. Um, just blown away by the use of it throughout. Uh, like I already said, Selena's was awesome. I thought Batman getting a fucking Jaws theme song was incredible. Uh, and using it to like really paint the fear of the city with the dark corridors and shit like that. Like super, super, super fucking effective. Cause you like felt like he was there because you heard the sound that he would be there, but he wasn't, but he could have yeah. been I'm like, I love that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, to just to go off the score really quick, Michael Giacchino, his music really reminded me of nocturnal animals Mm. And he had that line in the movie about how he's a nocturnal animal. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder yeah. if there is intentionally similarities there. Yeah. Uh, so if you guys go back and listen to the soundtrack mm-hmm. and the score of nocturnal animals, it sounds kind of like Selena's theme a little bit. And the track and listings are fucking hilarious. The, yeah. The he Jaws does that with all of called stuff. Highway to the Anger Zone. <laughs> And that made me laugh really loud at like eleven o'clock at night. After <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, fuck. He, I've big... loved his music since Lost and Fringe yeah. and like everything like that. Yeah, man. even uh, his stuff with Spider-Man: No Way Home. Like it's been yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. So I'm so glad that he's added this intense piece of the Batman mythos. Yeah. And now he's sectioned it off with. Names like Danny Elfman and Hans yeah. Zimmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. I fucking love the score. Um, I, I went out to the car and immediately put on 
highway mm-hmm. to the anchor zone as I drove home because I just kept <laughs> thinking about that. Um, <laughs> which, like, we didn't talk about, but, like, in that car chase scene, it has, like, a fucking amazing, like, Mad Max ending of him fucking flying through the flames. Yeah. But also, like, a lot of people definitely died there. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, everybody's like, oh, that was Penguin's fault. But then, like, they didn't even need to get Penguin, you find out. So it's like, this was all kind of unnecessary, Batman. Yeah. Right. Um, That's why police don't do chases like that anymore. They don't? They don't? <laughs> <laughs> They'll just shoot you right away. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. In um, Gotham. In Gotham, they would. Yeah, just in Gotham, nowhere else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just in Gotham, nowhere else? Just in Gotham, really nowhere else? World <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> it's not even that. It's just Jordan trying to convince himself of it. <laughs> it's just in Gotham, it's nowhere else. It's just in Gotham. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I I loved the detective stuff. I think we talked. I think we were talking recently, or on like some previous episode. Go and listen to all of our episodes. Yeah, about how like, I wanted more detective work out of Batman. Like even like Nolan's Batman, we really only got like the like him doing ballistics on a brick or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I this felt like very much like a noir, to the point where like where it got that like blockbuster climax. I was really turned off by like the city flooding and it being like very like okay fine mm-hmm. we're just in like a marvel movie or whatever now <laughs> we need to save the city um but then it did come back around i love the mood i love that there's growth for batman and bruce in this movie like he's not the same person leaving it as he was coming in yeah he like you know learned a lesson or whatever yep um i get that they're gonna make a sequel I don't necessarily need one. Like I like I think this is a great movie all on its own. And like yeah. Jordan said, I'll you know I'll go see it because we're probably going to talk about it. So I need to. <laughs> um, as long as you guys keep letting me come back <laughs> when, it, when, it comes, when it comes out in like six more years. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I love. Welcome to episode three hundred ninety-two. <laughs> the Batman two. <laughs> it's really just like. It seems stupid to say, but it's a great film because of the way it's working on every level. Like, the score, the cinematography, the way the score is, like, threaded throughout yeah. and, yeah. like, surfaces at, like, the moments when it needs to. It's so fucking amazing. The performances, it just really fires on all cylinders. Like a fucking Batmobile. <laughs> yeah. um, like a damn a Batmobile. <laughs> yeah. And, like, as much as people were saying, like, oh, No Way Home should have been, like, nominated for different awards i really think this could get like a cinematography award just yeah. because of how fucking great it is plus like yeah i think it should get a score award i don't know that any of the performances warrant an award but like they were fun <laughs> yeah yeah um the cast i think is one of the strongest things about this movie because they had a lot of big names in it oh yeah um robert pattinson as batman i know there's been a lot of talk whether or not he's good whether or not he's not good i don't know i felt like he was incredibly expressive with his eyes so i think yeah he's got big meaty whites of his eyes so (laughs) i think that he did a really good job at portraying this character Mm -hmm. but i'm still like i said not crazy about the way that this batman acts and is portrayed do you want to expound on that more though because you said that at the beginning and i wasn't totally sure where you were coming from with that it seemed to me like he was just going out there 
to figure some shit out and go home. He's not driven by anything necessarily externally. He's just like, oh, well, there's a murderer. I got to solve this. He's not. No, he's like driven by anything. He's out there because he wants. He's like made it his mission to like clean up the city or whatever, but it's only gotten worse because of the way he's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And he even acknowledges the fact that like, I don't even know if I'm doing, if I'm making a difference, which is a good sense of inner turmoil to have. But like, I don't know. I just, he seemed very, he was making silly mistakes, which I guess you're supposed to show growth or whatever. But like, to me, that's not Batman. It's I, wanted I don't want to see, you know, the fucking perfect weapon out there. I want to see. No. I want to see the human in the mask. Yeah. And like I want to see. Yeah. Like this is early days. Like I think that's why they're like justifying all the mistakes and stuff. But I, like I do want to see him kind of fuck up. And like I like the like admission that like I can't be everywhere. But yeah. If I can make them think I could be anywhere, mm-hmm. yeah. then I've won. But yeah. also, that's he turning finds out like that's head. not enough at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that, I think that surprisingly to me, I liked Pattinson more in the bat suit than as Bruce. Um, because they, they really, they really choked, choked off like the visual of him in the suit until like the reveal of it. And they really built it and built it and built it and built it. So it felt like such a fucking unveiling, and they had created the atmosphere, so then you get the presence because yeah. of the atmosphere they've created. And he spends so much time in the suit. Yeah. Did we yeah. get... And not, and not necessarily taking off his fucking helmet every five minutes to do the back and forth dialogue right. bit. And then put it back on so that fucking stunt guy can get in it. <laughs> like, he actually wore <laughs> the suit for most of it, which I appreciate. What did you guys think of the suit? I thought the suit was really cool. Once you see like that, it's functional and that those are metal plates. And um, I still don't quite understand why he's wearing at least some leather. It seemed like yeah. on the, the the cow. Yeah, the cow to me is still like the worst part of it. But you really do get his big expressive eyes in it. Um, I just the the silhouette of him from the side does not, especially just like doesn't project strength necessarily. And I just kind of prefer batman to be like the peak physical form of a human because that's what he like trains for yeah that and canonically i i think another reason that i'm hesitant to accept this version of batman (laughs) is because we didn't get to see a lot of physicality with him yeah and when i think batman i think he's a physical specimen he's supposed to be this intimidating, imposing figure, and I wish they leaned into more stealth stuff, but he just kind of, like, shows up and beats people up and then leaves. Mm. I don't know. That's most of the sense I get from Batman. But I also, like, when I think of Batman, I think world's greatest detective. So, like, number one as a detective movie is what I look for, and I think that's what I got. I do understand that that's not... You guys are, like a lot bigger fans of Batman than I am. So I think I do understand that that's what you came looking for. So, yeah, I just, I just wanted more action. That's all. And I I think that the, the world's greatest detective thing is, is great. And I think they nailed it in this movie. My problem is it's just a section of what Batman is 
to and me in my head thing. not the whole thing exactly yeah. so will that get better over time maybe but like yeah. with the movie that we got i wasn't satisfied with i i felt i felt like i had gotten what i wanted to see as far as his physicality goes like i didn't i don't think i think i, I probably think the worst of the costume out of the four of us um I think the ears look silly. Mm-hmm. The cowl from the back looks silly. The cape, mm-hmm. the cape is just bad, straight up bad, in my opinion. It's too short. Uh, it's not scalloped the ends. <laughs> I no. know. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> um, he's like wearing Doc Martens, basically. <laughs> like uh, I, I don't know. Like people like it, and that's cool. But um, I, I really thought they sold to me that he was capable of kicking ass because yeah. because he was like lightning fucking fast and yeah uh he didn't give a shit about you know he just showed up at, a, at the fucking door and you know what i mean so um, the confidence I, level i think they made up for it uh for me personally yeah yeah no yeah. i i get that i just i think that my issue with him is still just him as bruce like i feel like that's such an integral part of playing batman mm-hmm. And I got more, I felt like Val Kilmer in Batman Forever vibes from Robert Pattinson's Batman. Like, I feel like you could probably just replace them with one another and they probably would have been very similar. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I Him as Bruce is probably my least favorite part of what we got. You know, like everything else was like riding high. And whenever he was Bruce, I was kind of like, all right, well, can we just fucking get back to the, the shit that I'm agreeing with? Can we just let me agree with you, please? Uh, <laughs> I think just because like you had to see what he did during the day. Um, yeah. But yeah, I do agree. Like, that's not I don't think that's what like final Bruce should be. But I felt like right. where they had painted him at this time in his life, that made sense to me. Yes. I yes. am very interested, like going forward now that he's kind of like learned, like Bruce Wayne can be as much like a part of changing the city as Batman what he's gonna is. Do. Yeah. I am interested to see if he makes himself more of a public figure. Mm. Um, and I do hope that like in another movie that they do kind of go that route a little more. Yeah. yeah. I, I would hope so. so. Yeah. I, I'd hope I so. mean, like, like I said, you go into a movie like this and you get one shot because yes. you're not one guaranteed a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're not guaranteed a sequel. So, like, oh, yeah. especially with how like precarious DC is right now. Yeah, exactly. So to me, making these kinds of choices to be like, well, we'll get there. And it's like, OK, well, That's you're difficult. writing a check yeah. that I don't know if you can necessarily cash yet. Mm-hmm. I think so, also like. The idea of like staying away from the crossovers did this movie a lot of favors. Like I think they let Matt Reeves do his movie. Oh, well, oh yeah. they gave him all of the <laughs> leeway in the world yeah. to make whatever universe he wanted to make out of sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. <laughs> he was given a fucking golden golden goose to do what he wanted with in this franchise where this fucking company wouldn't dream to do that to people that fucking worked there before him and had such a bad fucking time there that he was the beneficiary of all of it it's fucking bullshit (laughs) well it's good for matt reeves it's not his fault yeah Yeah, great for fucking matt reeves (laughs) (laughs) 
Right, bad yeah. for everybody else that liked any other inc- incarnation of characters that existed <laughs> previous to this universe existing. Yeah. But it, like it's like it's a proof of concept that like if you let the creator like yeah, do something. You would think DC yeah. would be like, "Huh, that sounds like a good idea. We'll yeah. hire a visionary to be the Oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> well, at the end of the day, my biggest gripe with this film is Warner Brothers and DC. Mhm. For sure. So that's it. At the end of the day, I'm mad that they stayed out of this one. Why didn't they get their fucking grimy hands? Yeah, into why it didn't they it? Uh, the shorten fuck? it? Shorten it to two hours. <laughs> We've got a sequel coming, baby. Force that shit coming. down to two hours, baby. <laughs> Did we get your final thoughts, though, Jordan? Or was that the branch off of yours? That uh, I didn't. I didn't. I think it finish, was the tree but... off of the branch of his. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but overall. I did like this movie. I really liked the cinematography. Mm-hmm. I really liked the lighting and the use of shadows mm-hmm. in particular. Uh, the openness of the frame and being able to linger on stuff and have moments linger, have that camera linger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Three hours I, worth I of really, lingering. <laughs> a lot of lingering. I really enjoyed that because uh, it, it really set the mood and the tone and it made Gotham feel like Gotham. Mm. The car chase in the rain was incredible. Everything in um, the rain. All the rain. <laughs> All of the rain. That shot of Oz in the rain, really. Yeah. But I, I would say if that wasn't my favorite scene, my favorite scene would be the funeral scene where the car crashed through. They just did a, they just did a great job. And I, I wish they did more. I wish we had more action. The score is incredible. We'll see what we get in the second one. Guys, did you like this score? <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I also Guys, felt like the score? lack of action made like what we got more like savory. Yes. Because I think there's a decent amount of action here. I just think it's not, you know, bogged down by every single sequence having an action shot in it. Yeah. No, I mean, they, they went for it in the action set pieces that they did. Yeah. yeah. I just, I felt like for whatever reason, I was anticipating more and was surprised to not get that. Mm. Okay. But now we ask you guys, what did you think of the Batman? So hit us up. Let us know on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, at Pop Cannon or the Pop Cannon Collective. Our Facebook group, follow us, drop us a line, and let us know what you thought. If you'd like to subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast platform, we're available on pretty much all of them. You could also subscribe to the YouTube, where you could see our glowing, beautiful faces discuss these movies and TV shows all the time. If you like our brain thoughts and you want to hear some more of them, not just about this stuff, you can find us on other platforms, most of us. Uh, I am at Joe for broke on Twitter and Instagram. I, uh, recently started reading Naruto. So that's most of what I've been tweeting about. And I also <laughs> stopped caring that my boss follows me and I tweet whatever I want now. <laughs> Hell nice. yeah. Sign up dream. For- so if that's what you're into, come on down. <laughs> Follow Shit. Joe for the fireworks. <laughs> you could find me Robert on Instagram and Twitter at yes ball. My, my brain thoughts are on Instagram <laughs> Paul Shannon three five four three five four something something like that. I forgot that you made an Instagram finally. 
And if you would like to, I am on Twitter and Instagram at JL24FPS. So yeah, hit us up over on there. Let us know what you thought of the Batman. Join our Facebook group. Let us know uh, what you're doing and make sure you're voting in our most infamous villain tournament. That yeah, we that's happening oh, right now. Shit. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. And let us know yeah. how you're doing. Yeah, let us know how you're doing. Nobody, no, yeah. None of the other podcasts ask how you're doing. None of our we listeners care. ever call anymore. <laughs> <laughs> call, call and leave us a voicemail on our anchor page. That's a real thing. And we really? might or might not respond back if, if you call in we will we'll definitely answer listen. you on the podcast that's a joe, joe don't make promises you can't keep that's okay a joe for broke guarantee <laughs> hell yeah well anyway thank you very much for watching and or listening for pop cannon my name is jordan i'm robert paul <laughs> paul is, paul is them i am joe <laughs> and we will see you on the very next episode <laughs> <laughs>